1: Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
2: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on whatever time you chose to click on this podcast. I want to entice you with the idea that GTA 6 exists. Did you also know, Matt, that the sky is blue? That TV is also blue because apparently it's input turned off. And there's a lot of Sony stuff we have to talk about apparently. Which is also blue? Sony is blue. Well, PlayStation's blue. Blue. Sony's black and white? I don't know. Well, their logo is like the white lettering with the black shadow, so. Who knows anymore? Sony Abravia TVs are black and white. They got like an orange thing going on too. Sony does? It could be just the Android part of it, the Android TV. I feel like there's a lot of orange and red going on. Oh, I was thinking back to the, you remember the PS4 orange and purple controller? No. It was one of the later uh, color releases. Do you remember the PlayStation TV? Yes. Yeah, yeah, because we had one on clearance forever. What a wild device. Do you remember the uh, Nintendo 64 TVs? That would be, like, in doctor's offices. <laughs> you know no. what I'm talking about? They were basically, like, arcade cabinets, but they were GameCubes or N64s or whatever that they were just in... They were, like, CRT TVs, little 19 inches. Maybe, uh-huh. But they had the whole, like, outline around them, mm-hmm. like that plastic huh. coating. And then they had almost, like, uh, like a Walmart or whatever. Yeah, like, the, display, the demo style. The demo, they had okay. the two arms that came out that you could play co-op. And I think there was one in the I almost said optometrist. I I don't see those. Uh <laughs> orthodontist, orthodontist in New Hartford. Crazy. Wild tangent right off the bat. Gaming related though. That's true. That's that's uh it's a rarity for us. A rarity. Have you heard about this MLB lockout? <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Please don't. <sighs> just just say yes I have and we can move on. I have. Thank I you. have. I already. I, I, I'll start into a rant, and we're not even into you saying the intro yet. So, my, I I'm ignoring it for the most part. Good, and just being like, oh, new Formula One cars. <laughs> you know what? You're a braver man than me. I'm worried about my fantasy league starting up for fantasy baseball, and I'm trying to like find prospect lists and who do I Did need you to drop see... and everything, and it's a whole thing. Did you hear you the news? The oh shit. Uh, this is the Gamers Two podcast. You really can round up the news and commentary related to the video game industry and anything else that might pique our interest. Gamers Two, um, TM, <laughs> TM, trademark. Uh, New York State. Okay. Largest. I, I'm gonna hate you. I am gonna. I am gonna want to punch you. What? Just have a bad feeling. Continue. Already, the largest online gambling uh market yep. in the US. Yep. After what 3 weeks? Yeah. It's like but you I'm not surprised. 100 it's something like a, it's already surpassed like I think New Jersey was the second highest, which kind of makes sense. Right, because where was it legal but right beforehand? New Jersey. Exactly. What's really close to New Jersey and where has a lot more people in it? That really close place in new jersey yeah exactly who all live in new jersey um right but they can bet from the office now yeah yeah um by like 100 million dollars something like that it's Yeah. anyways yeah. uh video what games hap- what happens when you don't do something for a very 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 long time and then you get told you can you overindulge yeah you overindulge you get addicted yeah which is why every time they do those things they you lose money you with that that addiction blurb. That no one listens to. You got to hey, call some number you or know something. what? Be a better person. Don't gamble. Play new video games. I mean, listen, I don't disagree, but come on now. Relax. You don't need to attack me. <laughs> I'm just jealous because I know that I would lose all the time because that's my luck. That's my aura. That's why you only bet safe. There's no such thing as a safe like on bag. some like on some new releases for video games because you tried to get me there, but I'm going to get myself there. Life is strange. <laughs> yeah, I don't like the phrasing <laughs> either. Phrasing, phrasing. Life is strange remastered collection for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Stadia. We got a new story about them. Are they dead? <laughs> uh, number two, <laughs> Chef Tastic. Buffet Blast for the PC. That reads like a mobile game. It does. It probably is honestly a port. (laughs) Probably. And number three, Dying Light 2 Stay Human for the PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. I'm sure we'll talk about that at some point. Uh, Not exactly a glowing review cycle for it. I haven't seen any of them, and there's nothing in here about it. I think a lot of them hit at like a 7 to an 8, but apparently the review build was buggy beyond belief, and there was a large day one patch to fix a bunch of things. Yeah, I saw the number I saw thrown around was over a thousand bugs. Yeah, which again goes back to me saying don't ever listen to reviewers, or not necessarily don't listen to them, but don't take them as end all, be all. Take a variety of them and give yourself a general idea. Scores do not mean everything. Yeah, that's the frustrating um, the frustrating side to reviews in general is their the rush yeah. to be first yeah, or a, at least be on release. It's a mix of rush to be first, but especially the last one, rush to be on release. So say they have a, I think the NDA for that was Wednesday morning maybe or Tuesday morning. So take that NDA and then assume they maybe got the game like Friday. Hey, play the entire thing or as much of it as you can over the weekend and then write all your things down and get ready because we got to get this out. I was like, yeah, that's not. Yeah. So you have someone who's like, you have a, a perfect storm of people who A, are doing this for a job, B, pushing through. So like, even if you wanted, like you. I feel like when you're trying you're forcing yourself to play a game your opinion not, changes. Yeah, you're already I mean that's the part of what as a as one of those reviewers is you're supposed to be a, objective. So even if you are not struggling but you're having to kind of like push yourself through, you either make a note of it in your review of like, well, I ran into, you know, this and I was kind of just continuing to get so I could get this out or you go, well, I didn't really feel like playing video games on Saturday, but I got pushed through. (laughs) Yeah. Because, yeah, sometimes we just get in that funk. Maybe you just didn't want to play. Maybe it wasn't even like the game was bad or anything. You're just kind of like, ah, I'd rather lay on my couch all day bang on my drums. Story of my life. You don't have a drum set. I don't. I rub Uh, my nuts on it. I use my balls. We both made nut jokes. We both made nut jokes. Appreciate that. Yeah. I went for the Step Brothers. I'd rub my balls on your drum set. <laughs> uh. You can take odds. I've talked enough. Okay, number one. I haven't looked at them other than knowing those two other things I said already. So Rebellion. Oh, hey, we talked about those are those guys earlier. The makers of Sniper Elite. Exactly. Good game. Good series. Have received a funding package from HSBC. Isn't that a bank? It is a bank. Okay. Uh, The details of the funding haven't been disclosed, but we do know that it was an eight-figure deal. The sum has enabled the UK-based developer to purchase a new headquarters in Oxford, which is more than twice the size of its current main office. It will also support the expansion of the firm's studios in Didcot, And apparently, the funding has also had a direct impact on the development of Sniper Elite 5, which should be out early this year. So yeah getting that cash infusion hold on what was that last sentence you said uh, Sniper it? early five supposed to be out early this year early this year this year okay so that's not gonna happen I don't think so at this point um no I mean listen I love the people at rebellion but after even after dead war they kind of had they had to move that as well so mm-hmm. i I can see this getting just a fall release. This has a fall release all over it. Yeah, I mean we we'll see. I'm not gonna. I saw I saw that also double the double take, and then I was also like, that's Did, not gonna happen, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, I remember when they announced it, and I was like that. When they put up the video or whatever, and I was like, that doesn't seem like it's gonna be ready for this year or not yeah. I mean, early this year. Yeah. Also, yeah. I'm completely okay with it if it gets derailed because I have things like Gran Turismo and Horizon and Dying Light and Sifu and uh, yeah. World of Warcraft patch and Star Wars updates. Like, <laughs> Yeah, and if they're investing in their studio and the personnel and making the game better, then... Take, take your time. Go for it. Take your time. I got plenty of zombies to kill in your other games. Sniper Elite. Instabuy. buy in- Oh, yeah. Need those ball shots. Ball shots. Bullet time. Look it up. Don't look it up. I don't know what's going to come up. Bullet time or ball shot bullet time? Ball shot bullet time. Probably just a bunch of videos of Sniper Lee. I, I mean, honestly, that's it, one of the main objectives, even if the game never tells you. <laughs> Number two It seems like all the NFT nonsense is here to stay. Why did Nate choose this story? <laughs> that was weird. That was weird. Uh, For people that didn't hear that, a car just flew down the road honking its horn, and I don't live in a highway. (laughs) Strange. Anyway, NFTs are here to stay. We had another company fall victim to making a quick dollar. Ooh. Okay, you do have the... all right. Team 17 unveiled a bunch of NFTs called the MetaWorms Collection. Which, that's funny, just from like worms. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Seems, Seems like a... Bad name, bad bad branding. Yeah, bad brain. Uh, <laughs> it will consist of unique computer generated artwork, which will be sold and protected on the blockchain with support from reality gaming group. Oh, but the news doesn't stop there. Cue the backlash. Indie dev agro crab, which uh, I've scrolled through their Twitter after seeing this. Great follow. Very really? enter- oh, they're so entertaining. Hmm. Go I check that out. I, I maybe made it. Five tweets down, and I saw a flow chart. And I was like, I'm in. And the flow chart was titled, Is Your Game Good or Not? And the flow chart was, Does Your Game Have Crabs? No, Your Game is Garbage. Does Your Game Have Crabs? Yes, Great Game. So, easy enough. Uh, AgroCrab, which worked with Team 17 on Going Under, Said, quote, we at AgroCrab condemn Team 17's decision to produce and engage with NFTs. We believe NFTs cannot be environmentally friendly or useful and really are just an overall fucking grift. Needless to say, we will not be working with them on further titles and encourage other indie developers to do the same unless this decision is reversed, end quote. Eurogamer has reported that multiple teams within Team 17 had no knowledge of the company's NFT plans. Not surprising until they were publicly announced, while others had voiced disapproval of the deal, only to see it go forward regardless. Of course, after a couple of days of backlash, Team 17 announced that they were canceling the Beta Worms NFT project. This, uh, this has happened like six times in the last two weeks. Yeah, I, I was just about to say, I'm kind of surprised that these companies aren't like paying attention that literally everyone's going through the same thing oh you know what's a great idea nfts and everyone's like uh you're dumb and then they're like oh yeah you know what we're not gonna do those nfts it goes back to the board wor- the yeah, boardworm oh. <laughs> the boardroom meme again though with the guy getting thrown out of the third story or whatever yep it's first person we should do this better uh, or first person we should do nfts second person we should do uh, whatever something close to nfts a uh, cryptocurrency and then the third guy going, we shouldn't do either of those because we're going to receive a bunch of backlash. And they're just like, nope, see you later. And then three days later, they find his corpse and go, oh, he was right. <laughs> he probably was like, we should just make good games. Yeah. Oh, well, could you imagine if we made a good game? Psych. It's it's baffling to me. It is. It really is. We're. I was joking about it today at work. Someone came up and like uh, they were like. Oh, how about those NFTs? Uh, I made $70,000 on one. And he was... We all just immediately like, you're full of shit. And he was like, ah, fuck. It was too high, wasn't it? I should have went a lot lower. It's like you guys would have known. Like... <laughs> I mean, you can do it, but it would almost be a, a pump and dump. Yeah. Stock market scheme. Like, There have been too many... I could create an NFT and advertise it with Twitter and everything within a week, probably make one to two million and scam everybody out of it. That's how absolutely ridiculous that entire system is. It's a joke. It's, a, it's all perfectly legal. It's all perfectly, slightly out of legal bounds at the moment. Because it hasn't been had laws made yet. No more of that talk. Alright, fine. Just I'm just What's saying... There are clear. Get me out of this. Uh, I'm sick of NFTs. Let's move on. Number three. People collectively watched an average of 653 million hours each week of Twitch, Facebook gaming, and YouTube throughout 2021. According to Stream Hatchet's 2021 video game live streaming trends report. What a name. Overall live streaming saw an increase of 21% year over year. The live streaming analytics company also said that Twitch continues to take up the lion's share of viewership, with 71% of total hours watched last year. The report notes that the genre of open world games generated the most in viewership, while the second most viewed categories were shooters and battle royales.
3: I am Surprising.
2: Well, is it? I don't know. I kind of would have thought it would be swapped, but then if you're factoring in, which I think they are, open world includes like literally anything with an open world, right? Which is part of the issue where I I wonder. Um, I want I want to know the the Venn diagram mm-hmm. because you could consider something like Escape from Tarkov kind of open world it's not but you could apex is kind of a open world i mean it's a battle royale but it's you know it's there's a lot of crossover but things also like new world showed up yeah it's an open world mmo new world for sure would be in the open world but that could that's a giant pumped up thing that surged for a week before it got knocked out so Cause I, I think I remember them mentioning War, World of Warcraft, or they obviously I, I cut the fat out because I didn't want to, you know. You got to keep it when you start talking stats. You got to keep it slim with Nate, or else he gets he gets ornery. It's not it's not that. <laughs> I hate butter knife stats. That's what I'm saying. I kept it to the because to what, the broad sweeping uh, brush strokes. Right, because when these when these people write stat reports the famous example is before the current generation was out before xbox series right series x no series x xbox one no series x series x and ps5 before they were both out the every news report leading up to that and determining sales was saying that the switch was selling outselling both microsoft and playstation and I was going to fight Matt if he brought it up one more time because it's one of the most obvious no shit things you could say. Obviously nobody was buying a new Microsoft or PlayStation product when they knew in 3 months new ones were coming out. It just doesn't make sense when Nintendo has was in the middle essentially of their well, middle early middle of their of the Switch's console cycle. Just doesn't make sense. Nintendo also selling them switches because there was a world first race in twenty twenty one. Plus the great like there were a lot of wow big events, events. that could also help the wow numbers. Plus just new worlds launch is another one. I'm trying to think. If there's got to be something else. Far Cry's open world. Like there's a lot of things that would have potentially been considered into that open world category because, like you said everything is almost open. There's very few that aren't. Basically, everything Nintendo came out with that would be streamed a lot of would be open world as well. Yeah. Let's cut to number four. EA has announced the appointment of its new chief financial officer, Chris. Sir. You're getting all the shitty ones. Sir, dude. Sir. (laughs) I would, if I worked with him, that would be, sir, dude, the whole time. So, dude. anyway so Chris I'm I'm assuming it's, it's is it there's no Czar or sue it's probably Sue because I don't know. I'm gonna go with sue just call him Chris Chris I'm gonna go with sue okay because you use sue later because you didn't write Chris later so I'm gonna confuse myself anyway Chris sue he is due to take over the role from March 1st replacing Blakey Jorgensen who announced in September that he would be stepping down after a decade at the company man. Another good name gone. I know. Sad. Sue previously was corporate vice president and CFO for Microsoft's cloud and AI department, where he's been overseeing the development and growth of Azure, among others. He's been at Microsoft for over 25 years in a variety of senior roles. So, maybe a good move? I feel like it was probably a money move. Because why would you leave Microsoft right now? Uh, probably that, but at the same time, this doesn't affect the user base like at all. Yeah, these guys are just your CFOs. They're yeah. not the yeah. They're just they're not your design guys. It's an interesting move because, like you said, why would you leave Microsoft right now?
3: Yeah, yeah. That
2: seems like a really weird idea. But if you're gonna potentially double your salary, we EA, do know that EA pays there. Their are top end pretty high. Yeah, they pay them bank and they pay the rest of them nothing basically like every like 85% of America. Yeah, American corporations. Uh, um, wow. Oh, wow. Rich get richer. Eat the rich. Okay, all right. Let's not get political now. Get out the guillotines. Oh, eat cake, <laughs> yellow cake. Whoa, double reference. reference. All right, uh, I have a question for you guys. Do you know what yellow cake is? Don't tweet it to me. Just text it to me. You can tweet it to them. Tweet it to the Gamers2 account. Also tag the FBI. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, Bandai Namco has allegedly known for years about the Dark Souls RCE exploit that was recently made public. Well, that seems not good. VGC... Video Game Chronicles reports that multiple... Okay, two two questions before you. Yes. Did you just make that up? No. This is the first time we've ever said it. Is it? Yeah. I'm pretty sure we talked about VGC before. Yeah, but we say VGC. We've never... Okay. Well, that was... I read VGC, and I was like, oh, should I same say way, the name? Same way, we've never gone to international gaming news. I... I don't know. I just felt like I I should say what they were, but I don't know. Anyways, it's okay. I appreciate you. VGC reports that multiple individuals discovered some of the vulnerabilities present within the PC versions of the Dark Souls franchise, some of which date back to 2019. However, no actions were taken until a week ago when Bandai Namco took its PVP servers offline for its Dark Souls games on PC after the discovery. Well, after the discovery became public, I should say. VGC's report goes on to say that multiple users submitted reports to Bandai Namco and From Software. Um were those The th- other funny part of it was that they all basically got the same response, which was we'll pass it on to the development team or we'll look into it. Yeah, typical customer yeah. service style response. Were those so those reports were before, not recently. No, they were starting in 2019 and kind I mean, of okay. throughout man how do you let that go because i mean that was a bad it was a bad security leak. how do you let it go for three years i think there was or like a, a half, a, uh an official response where basically they were they made excuses but one of them was that by the time they they got to it or they got looking at it there was already third party mods out that Offered better security or some shit, and I was yeah. like, "What?" But if, even, if it, like, the, even if that was the case, why didn't you then make that part of your base game? Like, why doesn't yeah. make instructions unclear? Toasters, yeah. Like, come on, guys. It is silly that they took that long. I think, um, I think this coming decade is going to be the the decade of like we find out how important security is as far as networks yeah, and yeah. programs this, and it's it's gonna become uh ooh I'm gonna use the word tantamount. Ooh. That's a good one. It's been a while since I used that one, so you know sprinkle some some big words in when you can. Sound sound better, you know. Very, very titillating word. <laughs> I'm aroused.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Words so sexy. I'm too sexy for this podcast. Too sexy. It hurts. So now that I've now that I've sang that song, uh there's an old World of Warcraft machinima video, like not the not machinima the company, but what machinima like truly meant before yeah. of like making game movies where they're using the human dance. And it's I think to, I've seen that. Two, oh, I'm sure you have. Yeah. But it's just the Too the Sexy song, and it's a human dancing around like different spots in the World of Warcraft. Nice. And every time I hear that song, that's immediately what I think of. You get all the good news stories. I, I feel like you're sassing me. Oh, because you are. Shit, that's right. <laughs> Number six, Rockstar Games posted a community blog with updates on their projects, but who cares about that? Here's the interesting part. Quote, With the unprecedented longevity of GTA V, we know many of you have been asking about a new entry in the Grand Theft Auto series. With every new project we embark on, our goal is to always significantly move beyond what we have previously delivered, and we are pleased to confirm that active development for the next entry in the Grand Theft Auto series is well underway. We look forward to sharing more as soon as we are ready, so please stay tuned to the Rockstar Newswire for official details end quote in other words burger king sells burgers i um i am a negative nancy i mean that also you know that that should have been five years ago the running up name for this podcast negative Nancys, negative nancy gamers no, it's just Nancy's. Just negative, negative Nancy, And we just pull stories from everywhere and be absolutely <laughs> pessimistic the entire time. <laughs> no, nah, I think... Um, Local cat, saved from tree. Yeah, well, I bet he deserved to be up there. Like, it's just <laughs> random things. I saw all the news stories that were like, oh, uh, Rockstar confirmed GTA 6. And, like, I, I, I don't know why, but I'm, like, a negative Nancy, and I see, like, GTA Online and, and GTA 5 and, like, the long wait and everything, like, live service games and all this and that. I'm like... Nope, Dude, not GTA Six. We're never gonna get a GTA Six. Like so, there were two things for me. Mm-hmm. Part of me had a little bit of that reaction, okay, where they said the next installment, and they, they specifically didn't said say six, yeah. And the the other part was, uh, where is it? Uh, with every new project we embark on, our goals is always. To significantly move beyond what we have previously delivered, which makes me like, that sounds like marketing lingo for me of like being like, oh, we're working on something different and we're trying to ease you into it. I'll give you three, three potentials, right? Yep. It means they want to go bigger and better. That's the simple one. Yep. Like, okay, we're just going to make, because everything they've done is always increased in just size and like scope and everything. So, okay, that makes sense. Uh. I forgot my third option, <laughs> <laughs> uh shit, the other one or well, I mean the other one is basically that, right, so who knows what they're gonna be? The third one is or sorry, the second one it in still going with that. it's basically what you said, but is the idea so how how Facebook became meta and wants to make a metaverse, honestly, they could be trying to do something ridiculous and going that hard into it. It would be possible just because they can usually do things better than everybody else, but there's a chance. The third one is because they don't say six and they say the next installment, that could also give credence to the idea that they might not call it six the same way they didn't. They called San Andreas, San Andreas, Liberty City, whatever. They could just be calling this with a different subtitle that's actually not numbered yeah like GTA Vice City right but with the idea they also want to be bigger that could give credence to the rumors before that they're going to try to incorporate all of their locations and make one very large like story type of thing mhm so it'll be interesting to see how how far how well underway is it versus how I'm how in how the much negative Nancy anyway, camp now. so I mean what was our what was my prediction 26 I don't remember. Twenty six or twenty five, I think was my. We, I think, I think we settled on twenty. I can't remember if it was twenty twenty five or twenty twenty six, but we said that at the absolute earliest. It was at the earliest, with also expecting like three delays after that. Yeah, like whatever they announced the date for, and then getting pushed essentially. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's. <laughs> It's funny because I saw all the stuff coming out of tweets of people being like, oh, GTA 6 is real, GTA 6, blah, blah, blah. But it's as obvious as anything that it was going to be happening. It's similar to when uh, our favorite oil tycoon came out on stage and announced that uh, Elder Scrolls 6 was happening, and we all went, yeah. Any more to show us? No. Just know it exists. And we're like, oh, fucking, yeah, obviously. It's a thing, but it's like it, it, three it games out. It would have been more of a shock if he came out on stage and said, Elder Scrolls is dead. We killed it with five. We're moving on. And you're like, on, that would have said, people would have thrown cakes that they didn't have in the studio. They would have yeah actively baked a cake in the stands and a then thrown cake. it on him. Google it. Don't, no, you're not throwing yellow cake at people. <laughs> First off, it's delicious. And second off, it's disastrous because there are two options of yellow cake. And it, you're giving spoilers away. They gotta Google it. Yeah, but they have to. If they go by the first like five things, it'll just look like a box from Betty Crocker, and that might not be the reference, or is it? I don't know which one's more radioactive. It's more the frosting than the sponge. Let's be honest. So I think uh, what we're—I mean, my my guess as far as what in air quotes GTA Six is going to be—it's going to be I I. I wouldn't be surprised if it was, you know, GTA online 2.0 and we don't get a traditional G we don't get a traditional storyline. I think they get eaten alive for that. And it's all of the, all of the locations baked in and they do some sort of live service thing like GTA online, but then like with a little bit more story shit happening. Here's what I, I, I could see them doing in and- It would be very interesting if they did it this way. So, remember how Hitman and some other games would release like an episode at a time type of thing? What if it was whatever, Who we'll call it GTA 6 just for keeping consistency for what we're talking about, but it was GTA 6 Part 1.
3: Yeah, that's right. And they
2: drop you being in Vice City, essentially. Mm -hmm. And you go through the story there. Then Four months later or three months later, they drop part two, and that is it. You ended on part one, like running away or leaving to go somewhere, and then part two drops you in uh, Los Santos, except the online, now both of those worlds are active at the same time, and you, you travel between all of them and everything, but the story is essentially dropping you as they're using it to a way to also introduce DLCs to online and everything like that. To still make themselves have the biggest online map that they've had and whatever, but also have all of the the biggest and better ways of telling a story versus trying to do it all at like once type of thing. Mm-hmm. We we'll get to have a little bit of moments of, okay, we dropped the first part and we ended on a cliffhanger going to the second part. And then you get to have the three month communication of everybody going, so what what's gonna happen with this character in Yada Yada? I mean it'd be interesting. I don't think they're gonna do it, but it's an idea. Yeah. It's a it's an idea. A theory. Someone write it down. We'll a revisit it later. Theory. When we find out more. Oh yeah. Uh yeah. <laughs> can, we, in, can we can uh, we also not that we ever have, four I would years? love to document the old can somebody jot every time I've said write, write that down. <laughs> to, to nobody in this room to the invisible man in the corner. Write that down. (laughs) All right. I guess we'll move on to one of the bigger news items this week. It's uh, Sony news time. Ooh, Sony, Sony, Sony. Uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment has acquired Bungie for $3.6 billion. After the deal closes, Bungie will be, quote, an independent subsidiary, end quote, of SIE run by a board of directors consisting of current CEO and chairman Pete Parsons and the rest of the studio's current management team. Sony has said Bungie will remain a multi-platform studio with the option to, quote, self-publish and reach players wherever they choose to play, end quote. Jim Ryan did a couple interviews that we could dig through, but the contract and interviews boil down to this. Sony is getting Bungie's knowledge and expertise in live service games. Sony gets to decide what happens with all the money Bungie makes. And Bungie gets access to all of Sony's resources and relationships, including Sony's film and television companies and contacts. Anything you want to comment on before I move on? So, we were floated the question of, is this a response to the Microsoft Activision Blizzard thing? And, oh, how do we think I am, by the way? I don't know. I think you're probably good. Okay. Well, curious. I mean... I mean, we'll find out afterwards. Tonight. I guess I'm stay not, consistent. That's that's what I'm trying to do is keep keep it consistent. Um, the... We were floated the question by one of our guys of... You know, oh, Bungie's gone. Is that is that the oh, F U to to Microsoft? First off, just for the money angle, they would need to buy about twenty more Bungies to even come close to having the F U. Um, so no. Also, PlayStation notoriously moves very slow with this, so this was probably happening like June of last year. Maybe sometime in the summer, probably because we we heard talk about them like when they were buying uh, was it Blue Point and somebody else? Yeah, Blue Point and um, uh, Housemark. Yeah, because they announced Housemark and then they the leak for Blue Point came out. and Then they said, "Don't worry about it," and then then it became real. Mm-hmm. And then they used the exact same imaging for Bungie. Yeah, <laughs> so. It was probably in, around that same... Like, the talks had started at that same point. And also, other rumors, apparently. I don't know if you're about to talk about this. Um, but that Sony's supposed to be making more acquisitions through the month. Like, they're not done. Whether they'll be as big as the Bungie thing, they there has been some substantiated rumors that they'd be... That they have a couple more on the way. Yeah. The thing I see this as... Is they've had a relationship before. So it's not like it's unheard of. When Bungie was with Activision. They had the exclusive deals for the PS4. So they have a working relationship. They've seen it. So it's not like it's entirely weird for them to go over there. At the same time, I think they needed to go back under a big name just because I don't know how their feasibility would have been continuing to operate independent, like truly independently. Even though now they're still operating in- independently, in quotes, but they have somebody watching out for them. Yeah, my hot take is... Um, I think... I don't know how to word this to get the point across that I want to, but I think... Sony buying Bungie for three point six million is a better value for the money than Microsoft buying Activision Blizzard for eighty-six billion dollars. Like sixty-eight. Sixty eight, whatever the fuck it is. I think the better <laughs> I think it's a better like you're I think you're getting more for your dollar with Bungie than you are with the bigger purchase. Not saying that I, you're not getting a lot, and it's not a good deal, and you're not going to get massively your return on your investment. But, like, it's like an exponential thing. Like, you know, so you, diminishing returns is what uh Yeah, it's diminishing returns, and but if you're just... I don't necessarily disagree, but I don't really agree either. I think that the difference, though... I guess I kind of agree. I, whatever. The... Activision Blizzard has the higher floor between the two. They have very much the more guaranteed Mm -hmm. bank. Yeah. But based on their cost price and everything else, they have the lower ceiling relative to their floor versus Bungie has a lower floor, or sorry, yeah, has a lower floor, but a higher ceiling relative to their floor. Yeah. So... Like, they have more potential growth in themselves than Blizzard's ceiling versus it's already high floor. Easier growth, I would say. I don't know about... You know, it depends on how you want to define easier. But I think anyway. easier based on... I mean, it, it kind of factor I guess I'll just keep going because everything else that we're going to talk about is going to factor in. Okay. I'll let you go. Um. Oh, thank you.
3: Jim <laughs> Jim on, Ryan did I'm gonna,
2: make... I'm going to let you finish, but uh, Beyonce. <laughs> Jim Ryan did make one interesting statement during an interview that caused people to raise their eyebrows. Uh, Through close collaboration between Bungie and the PlayStation Studios, we aimed to launch more than 10 live service games by the fiscal year ending March 31st, 2026. Uh, so that is... That's 10 live service games in four years. Um, I'm just going to keep going. Which, it. I mean, that's, that's a lot of games. That is. Uh, roughly $1.2 billion of the price tag is just to pay developers to stop them from leaving Bungie immediately. To retain talent. They're going to give $1.2 billion to Bungie developers to retain them. Which is also weird. So it, it, to me, it's like kind of a weird statement. I, I know what they mean, but like, it's just kind of weird, but they're saying read that. I'll, the, I'll read the quote. The Well, I want the beginning part, the math. It I'm going to give you the quote. Okay, we'll kind okay, of okay. Uh, Sony said during an earnings call this week, quote, approximately one third of the $3.6 billion acquisition consideration consists primarily of deferred payments to employee shareholders, employee shareholders, conditional upon their continued employment and other retention incentives. Okay. So that changes the valuation of what we talked about before. Mm -hmm. I would therefore in the discussion of the comparison between the two of Activision Blizzard and and Bungie fully agree with you because then I would argue that Bungie was bought for two point four million or two point four billion. Yeah, if you've already set aside one point two to just go back to the people to say, "Hey, please stay," that's not your value. That to me is not a valuation of the company, like the IP and whatever else that you'd be getting. That's saying we need you to keep substantially being yourselves. Yeah, and the idea was, um, I think he said it at some point, but the idea is they didn't buy; they bought Bungie for their expertise and knowledge, like their that's their work experience more than anything else. Right, and. How many more do we have? One more. Okay. Oh, yeah. Which is tangentially related, but in a big way. Okay, because I need to float out the idea that I cursed our Snapchat with. Uh, Bungie has hired Derek. Uh, uh, I don't know if you are familiar with this name. I'm going to assume it's uh, Derek's uh, Sai. I need to look at it. Hold on.
3: Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
2: I would go with Psy. Uh Bungie has hired Derek Size, as its head of development for Bungie or Destiny Universe Transmedia. Sai was previously director of Riot Games' League of Legends animated shorts. According to his LinkedIn, he will be adapting the Destiny IP across a variety of, quote, new mediums, including film, TV, animation, books, comics, and audio formats, end quotes. His previous employers include Obsidian, the Walt, the Walt Disney Company, Marvel Studios, Universal Pictures, Crystal Dynamics, and HyperX. Solid resume. Um... Man, talk about PlayStation TV. Hey, hey, yeah. The they do have a world, Bungie does, that they've built of this Destiny thing that is ripe for a TV series or you know animated shorts or whatever that is ripe for those areas to explain everything that you had to read in Grimoire cards for the last two years. And then you might actually fucking understand what the hell's going on. The, Which then they removed Grimoire cards. Yeah, I don't even want to. It's just the whole thing's written like a toddler. Yeah. Um but doing something like this would give them a, a way to explain a lot of the things that are happening either on other planets, who you know what certain races are, what they've come from, the history of going back to like the beginning with the traveler and all the other stuff like that. The um the interesting thing and it's it's a thing that I don't think is true but I love to make the joke is this is just them buying Bungie as a support studio because they know how good they can make things, but they're going to assign them to Naughty Dog to help them with their live service aspects of The Last of Us uh, 7, 8, and 9, along with all the remasters of 1 through 6 first, uh, and the remakes, oh, and the live service for the Uncharted games and their remakes, and the new Uncharted that hasn't been announced yet. The problem is... Oh, there's two problems, but what's yours? You might not be wrong. So that's the first problem. The first problem is I might not be wrong, which is terrifying, because I want them to evolve, not keep making the same shit over and over. The second issue is Naughty Dog themselves have posted a lot of jobs recently, and they are hiring for something. Now, if that is the Last of Us, re- Last of Us Part Two remade or remastered. I am going to lose my mind. So if Sony's serious about the 10 live services in the next however many years, that would have to be basically a live service game from any every one of their major studios. Which, funny enough, not just their major studios, more of their major IP. Which, they also didn't do the multiplayer in Last of Us Part 2, which mm-hmm. a lot of people like. So it's like, oh, uh, no. Or, <clears throat> using the live service angle, they make a Destiny esque game inside the Last of Us universe. Talking about as far as like live service ish goes, yeah. To like you become an uh, a character in the Last of Us universe. And you Pick a faction, right? You're Firefly, you're not, you're whatever, and you're dealing with like no one is playing as. Joel, or Abby, Abby or uh, Mm -hmm. Ellie. Ellie. That's her name, right? No. No, that's Uncharted. Yeah, wrong name. Oh, my God. It's kind of like Ellie, though, isn't it? It kind of is. I'm thinking I'm not. No, it is Ellie. Is it? Elena, Alana is, or Elena, Elena, Elena is Uncharted. Elena is uncharted. So Ellie is uh, the last, last. Why does generation. that sound wrong? It does sound wrong. And we played both games. Why does that sound wrong? Um, and here's the moment where we. Yeah, it's Ellie. Okay. So Ellie, Joel, uh, Joel's brother, who, man, whatever. Abby and all those people would be essentially like NPCs you could potentially interact with at some point type of thing where like maybe they're in a base somewhere or something, they only show up for a little bit, so you'd have them as like building the story, but you're more existing as a foot soldier type of thing. Uh it's just I, I don't know. I mean, I mean I'm, not a, I'm not a huge fan of the idea. I'm just saying that's a Well, yeah, I agree. That's kinda of, that's the that's, that's the, the devil that advocate, happen. like, oh, this is not good. Um Listen, I don't like the things that I say when I'm right about certain things. But here's the issue. Listen, with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah, and Uncle Ben gets shot. It's the nightmare. So, <laughs> you know, the guy that said that got killed, right? Hey. <laughs> uh, he deserved it. Okay, all right. Now we're going off deep on. He was just out there supporting his wrestling son. The, or not even son, grandson. Not even grandson, technically, nephew. Uh forgot he was Uncle Ben. The Uncle Ben's rice, good stuff. Not really. Yeah, I like its convenience. Yeah, throw it in the microwave, be done. Um, oh, what are we talking about? It's the the history now that PlayStation is kind of pointed at Naughty Dog, and you're like, I'm I'm scared for what your potential could be, and that you might be squandering it, and it's 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 a scared because I know naughty dog can do good things, and it's also a severe rage inducing issue that they had the balls to say we're remaking the last of us part one and we're remastering the last of us part two for p s five and I'm like, so what? the interesting thing is if Sony can get it right and they make they pick interest they pick. Ips that makes sense is a live service game, like you know the if like Resistance is the I mean, one that keeps popping up. Let's, I need I and uh, I wanna I wanna smack you guys through the phone every time you bring up Resistance because I'm like we've already gone over this. Killzone would be another one. All these ones that, that are that one has I think arguably has more potential than the Resistance one just because of the issue that went down with Bend, but. I think they were also kind of just not happy with Ben anyway, whether it was Ben themselves or that director. So, yes, there is a chance that in Bungie's good graces, they could get both of them Mm -hmm. or, you know, one or the other. Like they would be fine with getting a resistance. But I hate to say it, but another one that I could see being made into a live service game based on the multiplayer and how well it did would be Ghost. Yes. And I actually. I don't know if you have played was, any of the multiplayer. I was going to say Dreams while we're at it. If we're throwing things out here. I mean, that's another good one. Though, Infamous. Too. Infamous would be good. If it randomly came back. Yeah. The multiplayer on Ghost was surprisingly good I, for what it was. I didn't. I still have the upgraded version downloaded, and I haven't played it because I haven't gone down and sat on my PlayStation trying to play a single-player game. I'm like, I'm going to yeah. get in play some baseball and go back upstairs. Yeah. Um, What else is there on the steel? Anything you want to talk about? In in the Bungie deal, no, I just think people need to. It's because of when it happened that the talk was coming up anyway, but people just need to realize that Sony moves slow. This was in the work for months, and it's not an answer like to Activision Blizzard getting bought. Not specifically, I think it like, is. It's, I, I think partly it is an answer it is an answer to microsoft but sp- more so microsoft game pass than i don't even think it's an answer to microsoft game pass i think it's an i think it's i think their idea is to potentially help with whatever their future that they that thing they've talked about that they potentially might have at some point their game pass exclusive that's what that's what i'm thinking is i think that I this think... is they're moving towards they're also making moves i don't want to say this in like a grand i'm not saying this in a grandiose way i'm just saying like I think they are making moves to make their their business model uh, less dependent on the PlayStation console. Right. I mean that I agree with. I just think that this is this isn't a it's probably like a 50/50 thing where that's part of it, but I also think it's knowing how slow they move. This was probably started even by the the purchasing of of Bethesda and Zenimax. Yeah. Like once they kind of started to acquire things, they went, well, we need to kind of look at doing this because we haven't, we've famously, well, that's what I'm saying. Famously it's like, not done it for a while. That's when what I'm. It used to happen a lot. I'm assuming they saw the success that Microsoft was having with just mind share alone and, and grabbing subscribers to game pass yeah. And how I mean, well that was working, and then Microsoft starts acquiring studios who can make good content. PlayStation and Sony were probably like, oh, this is a this is no longer a console war, this is a content war. Right. Which... We need a we need a game pass and we need studios and that can support Game Pass esque games, games that would keep people playing months after months which I love the content war, not a console war. Uh, Cause as far as I'm concerned, we called that in 2019 the, because there's, it's never been a console war. It's about what you offer as a console, not your actual like physical box. Yeah. The issue that I foresee is they potentially started playing too late into the market now there's a lot of they have more than enough money to throw around to acquire a lot of things and make massive splashes will they i'm not positive they'll shoot the boon, but there are a couple that we know exist mm. that if they really went eh, I'm going to I'm going to drop a little bang bang i think Sony's better move and cheaper move and the move they won't make is to redirect what their studios are doing i agree with that and i also think the better and cheaper move that they also won't make is to continue to actually push towards like an indie focus yeah they succeeded in past of doing something like that but Sony, it's like you need to go take a look at what thq nordic hasn't bought yet mm-hmm. and see what's left <laughs> The other thing that Sony's pretty good at that we haven't really seen, I don't know, I don't know, maybe you can think of something from Microsoft, but this is this whole part of it is kind of new for Microsoft in general. It's like Sony's really good at taking studios and giving them enough time and room to grow and then turning them into like proper, like big AAA studios that... I mean, they haven't done it in a while, though. That's the no. thing. But generally, like, when they grab a studio... Well, yeah, I mean, they're they... not not—they're not doing an EA where they grab somebody and then kill them. Yeah. <laughs> strip them. EA's... Strip mine them and then toss their carcass away. Yeah, I mean, EA is essentially the, the equivalent of a, an assassin in Assassin's Creed hiding in a hay bale. Somebody's just walking by and you just kill them and put them in a bush and keep moving. Like, ah. Problem solved. I have their money. I'll see you later. But with uh microsoft kind of i mean you see 343 that it was kind of like house built but it's not really that um they have a couple of stuff from like the game preview things that are theirs but nothing is fully released from those yet and the other thing even looking at the playstation issue with his purchase it's not even an issue but you need to keep your foot on the gas pedal, because the moment you slow up, the only thing that out of their last two massive purchases, their purchases that are somewhere around $90 billion between ZeniMax and and um, the other one, I can't think, uh, Activision Blizzard King, between those two things, the only thing that's come out so far, Deathloop, which you got a piece of. Yeah. That going forward is going to be an issue because there are a lot of things coming. The only thing that's come out of those two purchases is Deathloop. And both of those groups of studios have about 30 games of the works. I think they have a little bit more time though. I, mean, in in I think, they have, a, I just think because... they have a little bit more time, but with how slow they move in the courting process. Yeah. I they mean, are, they are very the much other issue, not though, is They aren't spiking drinks at the bar. The other issue is all those, I mean, Microsoft's, Microsoft's great, but all those studios, when's the last time all of those studios put out a good game? Like a game that everyone was like, oh my God, this is amazing. But, it, but that's the thing. It doesn't matter with the Game Pass angle. Yeah. They don't have to all hit if you have them getting into that mind share. Mm-hmm. Where Sony almost needs them to hit. Just on a relative like, scale of amount, even. Yeah. It's the many dart board, many darts thrown at one dart quality board. versus quantity. Right. Which, obviously, we both want quality. It's just that you run into an issue where, well, if Microsoft wanted to, you would have Outer Worlds 2. The next, uh, you'd have. Oh, um, my. Microsoft's like a dreadnought. Yes, And Sony's like a glass cannon. Yeah, they have the chance to steal everything for two months with an absolute beast. But one one bad game is like they're taking on water. Yeah. Taking on water Captain. She's going down. Alright, last Sony news. Ooh, this is my fun one though. This is my favorite one of this entire thing. And I just talked a lot about Bungie. You don't like Bungie. (laughs) No, I know. I talked a lot about them. Uh, There's a state of play event solely for Gran Turismo 7. The game will offer over 400 cars on launch, along with 34 racing locales. I just want you to repeat that, but slower. 400 cars on launch. That's a lot of cars, Matt. 34 racing locations. That's a lot. I mean, that's not like a a massive amount. I mean, 30 of them, if you assume even if you did five, five laps at each. 90 track layouts. That's a lot more. Well, what's interesting about that is tracks are set up in interesting ways now. So, for example, Daytona. There's, has, the, in, there's the infield track. Yeah. has two main track layouts. Yep. And then you just reverse them. Yeah. So, both, you got four, four. The uh, I mean, can Nuremberg imagine, Can ring. you imagine turning right at Daytona? Mind-blowing. Honestly, you have so many people crash. Has... The GP track, they, As I said, they have like five, don't they? Because of where you can cut those corners yeah, out. and Yeah, I think there's three that I know of. There's, there's the well, I guess there's four technically because there's the, the GP track, there's the North Loop, the South Loop, and then the whole the whole thing, yeah, yeah, whole the shebang, whole, yeah, yeah. And then, as you know, mirror race, baby, we're going backwards. Yep. Uh, 90 track layouts. Have you done, um, any of those in reverse? I just curious, not like, uh, but I've done every time if, when we get into this and we're racing in this, cause it's <laughs> going to be a big thing. Yeah. And you're like, oh man, I finally learned this track. I know where everything is. The moment you go in reverse absolutely breaks your brain yeah, out the window because I've done like Mario Kart has that option where you do mirror races and you race yeah. those courses backwards. I'm like, I have absolutely no idea where I am right now. No. <laughs> yeah. I've raced this course. If you know, times. What makes it worse and they love doing it is they do the mirror track at night. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, and oh, you're like what is this? I literally can't see anything now. I have no idea where I am. Uh, let's see here. It'll have two player split screen multiplayer along with online play. Which it actually is I don't know if this is a difference maker for you or not but I did find it interesting that they split it horiz uh split it vertically. That was interesting. I prefer it. Yeah, it makes sense for widescreen now and and you get all the the funny uh uh telemetry stuff. But it was just it was a it was an interesting thing to see cuz how many times do you now nowadays do you see a true split screen co-op mm-hmm. where normally you would still see a like almost top down of two people just running around the same picture. Yeah. Uh, Let's see here. Gran Turismo 7 includes a frame rate mode for 60 FPS performance and a ray tracing mode that will cap at 30 FPS. The game will have some other PS5 exclusive capabilities. The DualSense controller's haptics will feel different depending on the surface you're driving on. The haptics will also be... um, Apparently, I messed something up here. (laughs) Uh, The haptics will also be impacted by the engine and drivetrain vibrations, along with the general resonance of the car body. The controller's adaptive adaptive triggers will be utilized to simulate each car's unique braking system, as well as pulsing to simulate anti-lock brake systems. Yeah, it was... So this is one of the ones... The reason we have wheels. Or I guess the reason I have your wheel now. (laughs) Yeah, I never sent out the other one. I had a bad feeling about that. And um, it was... I ha- I have all the paperwork, too, and everything to send it out in a box and everything. And I just, like... It was... It happened at the wrong time of the year because it was, like, Christmas and, like, yeah. everything. So, it's... Just, um, that's fine, though. Repair it or something. Yeah, so... Either way, this was, this was the game that we were all both in for getting wheels. Because this is the... This is the king for us. And... After reading the stuff with the haptic feedback and the adaptive triggers and everything like that, I'm like, I'm, I might have to play this with a controller for a little bit because I need to experience it. Cause it. It sounds like it would feel pretty cool. That's what I'm curious about. I'm wondering, like, I kind of had this thought, uh, or when the State of Play came out and all this was coming out, it was like, we got steering wheels to play this, but odds are they're going to have spent way more time developing sweet tech for the controllers for the new PS5 controllers than anything else. And I was like, do we kind of fuck up a little bit on that? It's a wonder but, if if we fucked up, but I would also would have loved and this this is, you know, pie in the sky level of, of hope, right? Yeah, that Sony had developed a haptic triggered uh, steering wheel to partner with the launch that would have been like they the kind of the did king. the king they kind of did the uh there's a specially branded uh, yeah the GT7 like partnered yeah the version. fan there's a fan attack yeah but i don't know if that is like incorporating this type of stuff where with its own rumble settings like that yeah, or if it's just the typical steering wheel like you know you go into a strip and it it does its own shaking because mm-hmm. um, it would actually be really funny if you if you were running with a triple pedal setup and you screwed up a clutch while trying to paddle shift or something and it like you felt your own pedal get stuck and you're like ah. that'd be kind of interesting um i mean that's that's over the top but really what i kind of hope they do is release it on pc because like that would oh, be... i mean that'll be two years from that that will be nuts when they if they even do that. if they did it, it would be awesome to see. but at the same time, I am I'm am still just so excited for this, oh, yeah, it'll be good. It'll be good. I'm so excited to drive like shit for a week and a half and then have to drive my own car the same days and forget how to do that. That'll be the best part. I'll try to paddle shift my automatic. I was remembering because <laughs> of that Reddit comment I talked about earlier. I was remembering how frustrated I got with the licenses. Oh yeah, yeah. For so. the, the like, the the licenses in, in Gran Turismo are basically uh, challenge uh, tracks, I guess, and not courses, yeah. but like just challenge things, they're like, like challenge best best cornering and stuff, and usually time based of get through the course in you know uh, one of three time gates under the best time gates, gold under the second best, silver under the best or under the third best, bronze. So that's your that's where Matt and I are going to live for a while cuz I'm just going to have to try to figure out how to drive. I'm going to go to Daytona so I understand gas and brake. And then I'm going to go into the the cha- the licenses to learn a little bit more. And then I'm going to go crash around the Nürburgring for a while, unless it does what some older ones did where if you're not racing in a certain thing, you have to pay money to repair your car and then I'm not doing that. <laughs> And then I'm fucked. And then I'm driving very carefully, like a grandmother going 30 around the Nurburgring. <laughs> so I don't end up on one of those YouTube videos of top 10 Nurburgring fails. Hi, <laughs> uh, right, you're up next, dude. That was it for Sony. I didn't think there was another story. <laughs> there is. There is another story. That uh, was on me. Oh, number eight. Oh, as per tradition we'll finish up with the main news items with what Warcraft news there was this week I feel like there was more than this this week but hey we'll talk about it Activision uh, uh, might talk about it later who knows Activision Blizzard is taking Warcraft to mobile in its financial report for 2021, the company shared that it's planning, quote, substantial new content for the Warcraft franchise in 2022, end quote, which includes content for World of Warcraft and Hearthstone, as well as getting all new mobile Warcraft content into players' hands for the first time. Interesting. Also, the earning report said that in 2021, World of Warcraft, quote, delivered its strongest engagement and net bookings outside of a modern expansion year in a decade, end quote. Uh, yeah. If you count engagements, the amount of times we've had to yell at you for being shit, which has been a lot on Twitter lately. So, wow, no positivity then. Okay, Eng- that doesn't say positive engagement. Engagement. That's true. Oh, it just says strongest. That's true. What other Warcraft things happened this week? Uh, they announced that in nine point two point five, which is the half patch oh, yeah, before the next expansion. That. Mm-hmm. that they're allowing cross cross faction play so that's, that's outside of the uh is that going to be one of those things where you have to wait until the what the hell is it called this fall it probably will be f- the hall of fame mm-hmm. it probably will be for mythic anyway because they're not doing cross guilds they're only doing you can cross raid but you can't you have to have a community type of thing and whatever um, but the guilds aren't going to go across. I would love to see them do cross guilds in in 10.0, the new expansion. Mm-hmm. I would love for them to be like setting up to test that and doing basically using this as the trial run to see if that makes sense to do. Um, so do you think it's going to impact the direction they take the story? No, no. You think it's just going to be a mechanic? Yeah, uh, because they're making it opt in. So you have to choose to be able to oh, okay. play with the other faction. So it's still up to you whether or not you want to deal with those dirty alliance players or not. You know what I mean? I wasn't sure if they were going to do some wild faction factional thing where like you get, you know, no, I it's mean, no longer alliance horde. It's like for me, for me, I it's the issue is you. It's almost out of touch to have it forcefully divided mm-hmm because you have i mean people, like, guilds and groups are literally dying on alliance because everybody is horde because it's just the it became an issue with like it just being too too many of the top end over there so mm-hmm. well if you want to be with the top end you have to go where they are they're not going to come to you so it became like a um like i don't know what the true population balance is but i'm assuming it's like 70 30 wow what's what's is there an advantage not really, other than just that's where the top end is. So it became like a self-fulfilling thing where, yeah. like, initially it, it went- was cool to be Horde, and then all of a sudden it was like, oh, that's where all the high-end players are, and then it's like, oh, well, I'm going to be that. Yeah, then- it was kind of, there's been a lot of back and forth, because initially it was, I believe a lot of people were allianced, then that flipped kind of because they buffed some racial abilities on horde side, so a lot of people went Horde. Then they buffed the Alliance ones to and nerfed the horde ones to try to like kinda of put it in line, but by that time it was too late. So everybody just kinda of stayed horde. And I don't know that it's truly 70-30. that's probably an exaggeration, but you don't see many top end alliance. Like true top end. Mm-hmm. There's a few scattered in there, but the rest of it's usually mostly horde. Hmm. Um which I'm excited for this only because there's a couple alliance things that I would like to play. Uh, but that's, you know, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. It's something that needed to happen. So it's a good, they're continuing down making good steps. They got yeah. purchased and we've been getting good, good, good. So let's not, you know, get shot in the eye at some point here, which is probably going to happen. Yeah. The, and it's in 9.2.5, not 9.2. So it's not going to come out right with February. So at 2.5, when it happens, you won't have to worry about the world first thing for a while. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have to worry about that until the next expansion, which at that point I'm sure it would be clarified. So, The other issue, or the other thing, is with this Warcraft mobile. They're not saying world. Yeah. They're saying Warcraft. Yeah. It is very likely to be able to put an RTS on a phone. Yeah. So that's probably what we're actually going to get, is some type of war actually like warcraft thing on a phone yeah which is interesting i'm curious to see what that's going to mean yeah but they are let's put it this way if that comes out before diablo immortal they're going to get shit canned and you think i if that managed to come out before diablo immortal which diablo immortal was out so, as we went through this whole thing with yeah. outsourced source to the yeah. company that this was essentially a clone from and it's not out you think it'll have, like, a bad PR, like, it'll be bad I don't, PR? I don't think it'll be, like, a bad PR thing, but it'll make everybody go, where the fuck is Diablo if you manage to do this in-house and quickly? Like, how is that not already out? Yeah, I could see them Mixed. easily spinning it and being like, yeah, I mean, we did it in-house, and that's why it was quicker, and, like, you know, the, we yeah, should we have we built Diablo in- for in-house from to begin with. It was yeah. a mistake. You, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but that's not a spin. That's just an admission of you being idiots. Yeah. And again, do you not have phones? Do you not have phones? It's just, I should have just canceled that whole thing and tried again a couple years later. Yeah. After people forgot about it. Because that's the other thing, is if this comes out before we've had a Blizzard experience on mobile, that you're, whatever you want to walk out with first is what's going to be everybody's initial taste. Mm-hmm. And so if you're not confident in Diablo and you drop the Warcraft one, but you feel better about that, then you'll have people having better faith in the Diablo one. But if you drop Diablo and everybody goes, what the fuck? And then you try to drop the Warcraft one. Now you've potentially yeah. injured both. So there, there is a little bit of a game to be played. but I don't know. Multi-level gaming. I'm excited. I enjoy the world of Warcraft. We sure do know that. Hey, whoa. Whoa. Relax, Mr. Coming here hating on your high-end rating Ugh, i don't like you well listen we got 17 short little newsy things holy shit let's get through this you ready uh, suicide squad kill the justice league has been delayed until 2023 according to a bloomberg report that's the wait <laughs> okay what that's the game that just got announced yeah at the game awards yeah That, oh, I'm pretty sure we both said it wasn't coming out next year, right? Yeah. Oh, all right. So just so we're clear, uh, chalk another one up on the board. Discord has rolled out PlayStation integration. If you link your account, then your PlayStation game status and PSN ID can be displayed on Discord. I have gotten alerted on Discord like three times because I have Discord on different devices. Hmm. And every time it's like, link your PlayStation account. I'm like, no. Yeah, it's getting a little annoying. I just, I was like, no, stop that. I appreciate, I appreciate it because they do, it is nice to have, it was the same thing when Discord had Xbox integration and everything. It's like, it's a nice thing because you can do Discord parties and whatever, but it's like, shut up, get away from me. Yeah. The New York Times has acquired Wordle for a low seven-figure sum. The New York Times says no changes will be made to the gameplay and will remain free to use. I believe that is free to use for now I, for now and also with another caveat of like either literally for the for now basically or for current subscribers like for current users or something but if you were a new person trying to play it then you'd have to pay there was there was some some weird thing in there some stipulation in there but i do love that it got acquired because maybe i stopped seeing it now yeah also congrats to the guy though i mean hey you made seven figures buddy that's not exactly I don't a get, bad payday. I mean, I I don't know. It's it's one of the it's a fad. Oh, it's hundred percent a fad, but listen, so is Flappy Bird. You cash in, you cash in. Good for yeah. you. Get the get that bread, you know what I mean? According to Variety, Pita Bread. It takes two is being adapted to film and or T V. Uh the project will be written by Pat Casey and Josh Miller, who are behind the Sonic film and its upcoming sequel. I don't know that I like that. It's random. It's it's weird because I feel like it's already been done. Not the not the exact game. The concept. Yeah, the concept. It's a you child know, wishes a, for parents to yeah. not get divorced. Child goes on hijinks to get parents to. Yeah. Fe- wasn't that the parent? I mean, not, not exactly the parent tramp, but the kind, you know, kind of parent tramp. So there's, yeah, it's. It's, it's not like it's a necessarily original story, but it's also okay, so you have those two writing it. Joseph Fare's better be involved. I If he's not playing the book.
3: I think he days.
2: is involved, but I don't know I what to I want him to playing, playing the I want him playing that book. Collaboration. <laughs> uh the FTC. <laughs> People who played the game will know. That's not uh, me. <laughs> the FTC, instead of the Justice Department, is investigating the acquisition of Activision Blizzard by Microsoft. The notable point, according to Bloomberg, is that the FTC is usually more aggressive in its policing compared to the Justice Department. To me, and I I don't know the inner workings of that; those two agencies. I don't know why the Justice Department would investigate them versus the FTC. The FTC seems like the more logical... The past year, I have said that about so many things. Like, why does the Justice Department... I'm confused on what the Justice Department does. At this point, so am I. Because why would they get involved in an acquisition discussion when the Federal Trade Commission... Bro, I don't know. There's so many things where it's like, oh, the Justice Department's investigating this or the Justice Department's making a rule on this. I'm like, what? The Justice Department? Like, Just rename they... themselves the Justice League and be done with it. Yeah. Then I um, have an idea of where Batman was. Yeah. Don't freak out either way, by the way. Big acquisitions are always... they are Almost every single one of them is investigated. Actually, all of them are investigated. So yeah, I mean, yes, legally they are all investigated. Uh, But it's funny that... The FTC might come to a faster resolution than workplace harassment. Yeah. In case you're curious about how our government works. Shohei Otani is the the man, the myth, the legend. Uh, He's the cover athlete for MLB The Show 22. The game will also be on Game Pass on day one of release. Sad time for them not to name it the show. Yeah. I wanted to see them name it the show, but then just put the W in, like, 11 font versus the 72 they use for the rest of it mm-hmm. uh it's very cool did you see the uh like comic manga cover they gave him nah. for the uh deluxe edition i believe they made like, saw... a little trailer video of it of him pitching to himself in a comic book style like i'll have to show you it's pretty, it's pretty cool i saw the regular cover and then i saw the uh i think they're doing a uh the potential derek jeter cover yes yeah for the um, MVP edition? Mm-hmm. The the highest one or whatever. Yeah. Available for pre-order now, though, and I am a sucker. You, you know what? You get one every single year. I think you're allowed to pre-order that. One. I Well, let's put it this way. I get one every single year, and I play the shit out of it for every single year. Yeah. Uh, Ubisoft announced that it has restructured its eSports branch into a single global division. Blah, blah, blah. No one cares about Ubisoft anymore. Valve has updated their discount cycle. What does that mean? The change says that at a minimum, 28 days must pass between the end of one discount and the start of another. So if you see a game... What was it before? I have no idea. They didn't say. Oh. (laughs) So if you see a game that's on sale, you won't see it on sale again for at least 28 days. For For a February. Yeah for February. Uh, during it's kind an of ear- interesting, though. It is. I guess it makes sense if you if you had somebody that was, again, not knowing what their previous policy was, mm-hmm. but you come out of a Steam sale where you're only at 13% off, and then you come out of a Steam sale and you're at 20% off, then you're like, ooh, mm-hmm. that's a little shady. Yeah. Uh, during an earnings call, EA's uh, CEO, Andrew Wilson, said Battlefield 2042 sales were disappointing, and season one is delayed till summer. Uh. If you could just, if there was a video for this, if you could put uh shocked Pikachu emoji over my face, thank you. The Switch is the Nintendo's highest selling console of all time at 103.5 million units. That is genuinely impressive. The previous holder was the Wii at 101.63 million. And that's why. Nintendo's highest selling handheld is still the original DS. Yeah, because this isn't a handheld. At 154 million. So this this, it would be a very funny. The switch is going to pass that, I think. That's so. That's the funny thing. It might pass it, but then can Nintendo acknowledge it as the number one handheld? Because then they will get a that. Then they are lying to themselves. It's. I had the same thought. (laughs) I'm like, are you motherfuckers going to double dip on us? Yeah, because we tried to double dip on you, and you all said no. It's a console. So I'm not having this left-hand, right-hand bullshit. Yeah. We're watching you. You're not ambidextrous. You don't get both. We're watching. Either way, that is impressive. It is. Going back to I guess why it's impressive, think about the Wii when it came out. The fervor around that. The fervor. It was new technology. It was putting the motion stuff in people's hands. You had everybody that had never played games before... Played Wii Sports. Everybody. Yeah. You still pe- pe- people still play it. People still play. You had people that did not play a single game ever in their childhood, went to a friend's house, played Wii bowling, and then had to get their hands on a Wii. It was insane. Yeah. Crazy times. And the Switch. The Switch beat it. Now, part of the issue, I think. Is the last two years, I think that had probably a very large amount of effect on the switch. You had two years with no new consoles coming, but also we were all stuck at home. Mm-hmm. That put a lot of people hunting for switches for sure. So, it' not like a you know direct one to one, but it's still impressive. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo's president said that Nintendo won't compete with Sony and Microsoft on acquisitions. Because you guys are in completely you're, different yeah, universes. It's, yeah, it's like you telling oh yeah, we're going to compete with them on the levels and powers of our console. No, you're not. Just do what you do. Uh, in Breath of the Wild too, And <laughs> <laughs> bad Pokemon games. Nintendo announced that Pokemon Legends, uh, what did we say it was? Arceus? Arceus, according to their video. Has sold more than 6.5 million units worldwide. Now, here's... I got quick things to say about that. Mm -hmm. That's an impressive number for a Pokemon game. Okay. Like, a, a very impressive number. For being less than a month out. Also, I think there's two massive reasons why. One, it's the open world Pokemon that everybody's been screaming for them to make. And they did it. And two, most people don't care that it looks like Absolute dog shit. Yeah. Which is a whole other. But it, everybody's wanted that open world one and they went, hey, here's the open world one. And it's an old gen that you guys all know and love. Go for it. And so there they went for it and Now I'm hoping that shows them that if you do this open world stuff, people like it. Please don't make it look like an absolute dumpster fire. (laughs) Please. The only issue now is you're gonna have to wait another like five years to see another one. I don't think so. They're so slow with making games. It it depends. It depends. Not Pokemon though. That's true, but Pokemon usually gets turned over pretty quick. Yeah, but you won't see Arceus to open world. You'll see, like, so that's the the potential issue. Blood Diamond and (laughs) fucking, can we get Pokemon Blood Diamond? Because that that is black oil or some shit. Honestly, I would play those, but that would be the darkest turn Nintendo's ever done. Yeah. The, the, back to the talk that we had with Dewey a little bit, I expect them to basically release the DLC, DLC for Arceus in the fall. And then potentially release the next gen next fall. But I, I, like you said, I don't think it'll be open world. But let's be honest, the base for Arceus at open world ain't exactly hard to do a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, The Halo TV series will be available March 24th on Paramount Plus, and it looks awful. It looks terrible. Also, Halo Infinite's roadmap was delayed. Which. Why it doesn't surprise me? I think which is the bigger issue, based on everything we've talked about from Infinite, from when we played it, it it still wasn't ready. Nah. In in terms of like it wasn't ready in its massive scope, it was ready to do the little campaign slice they did, but I think the campaign part of it still could have taken a little bit more polish to it. But the fact that you have you had to delay multiplayer, you had to delay this, and now you've had to delay a roadmap. You had to delay the thing that says when the other things are coming. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. The TV show, you guys need to watch a trailer. Yeah, because it it looks worse than the first thing we we already complained about. It looks so bad. If so bad, I have I have two massive issues with it. One of them you share. I don't. I assume you share both of them technically, but. One of them is always going to bug me. Master Chief's visor is too damn shiny. <laughs> I just had a meme of the It, it the runs dude. too damn high. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. His, his visor is too damn shiny. Yeah. Even even when he was in all that blood-torn everything, he still has the most perfect shine. That thing should be a matte finish, mm-hmm. not a gloss finish. Actually, that that applies to his armor as a whole. Yeah. <laughs> but specifically the visor because the visor like almost makes everything worse because it stands it's so bright that it just stands out above everything also the issue i know matt 100% agrees with me on is if you're going to make a cgi version of a character cortana in this case that has already a cgi version existing make them look the same don't take creative liberties and just make them look different for doing it like that. Why? Uh, That's like applicable applicable to a certain, the concept is also applicable to Master Chief because you have a base. He's like a, he's like a, a young something in this. And Master Chief, when he was young, like the covenant weren't he's, a thing. Yeah, he's yeah when he was truly young. Basically, yeah. when he was into when he was forward unto dawn. Yeah, that show. Mm-hmm. That's early chief, and even then he's still, he's still like, I think he's still in his he's late twenties, thirties. Yeah. He's like, he's still about where I am. Yeah, he's he's not like Cortana. Yeah, nah. Cortana. he sounds okay. so. He sounds young. I don't know. I, there's the whole thing. I could go on. But Which whatever. Even, it, it's even funnier that he sounds young because he does. But Tom Hardy sounds like Bane. Yeah. Just put the voice modulator in the fucking suit. Yeah. Is that who's playing him? No, 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 no. But I just mean oh. like. I was like, for, what? For, for, I get what you're saying. For vo- a simple voice translation. Mm-hmm he wore a mask and did a little bit of a voice but this guy's not doing anything and sounds young like yeah. too young to the tr- or like do to the fans do the mandalorian thing like, like where put it through like an actual like suit little bit of a change well then like the pedro pascal's the voice for mandalorian but he he's not the dude that's in the suit most of the time also true yeah yeah, yeah. uh microsoft head of gaming Phil Spencer will receive the Lifetime Achievement Award at the 25th Annual Dice Ceremony. I wish I was there to present it to him, sir. Good (laughs) job. Uh, That's all I say. I just I don't say anything. I just sir. Gwent is getting. Want to play our game, Gwent? Gwent is getting a single single player focused standalone game in 2022. Witcher 4, when? Uh... Blizzard's new survival game is played in first person. That's interesting. And has been in the works for 4.5 years. Four and a half years. That sounds about right. Based on what um, some internal guys were saying about like they've played it and whatever, Mm -hmm. that's about where I would expect them to be. Because they they also, again, to some of the previous points, they don't necessarily uh, develop quickly. No. Uh, And finally, according to Business Insider... Google is, in air quotes here, deprioritizing Google Stadia while it's in the process of shopping the cloud gaming services technology to business partners under the name Google Stream. Who are you shopping that to? They're streaming, they're shopping the backend. So they're saying you can use our tech to stream your own shit. I, here, here's the only person that should be looking at buying that PlayStation. Yeah, because PlayStation now is so bad, you can't do worse. So just go get somebody else's, and then you can blame. And that. even then, I think PlayStation would rather have Azure. No, no, I I would agree <laughs> with that. But I'm saying it, either way, you would at least. Be able to just point blame then at Google for a shit service, yeah, not that's, yourself. That's true. That's it's true. it's more an acquisition to defend yourself against the masses than it is to actually have a working system. Yeah. that it? We good? That's it. That's everything. All right. I want to speed run this section. Last, what oh, we got a to? section? Well, no, just what you've been up to last week. Oh, just the, just the um, speed the. I mean, we don't need to go too deep. You know what I mean? Yeah, nothing big. No... Um... No games. Listening to uh, Alexander the Great book. Watching God Himself. Watching Boba Fett. Yeah, that's wild, dude. Don't. If you got a spare time to listen to an audio book or read a book or whatever, just pick up a biography on on uh, Alexander the Great because you're not going to be bored. That's for sure. Yeah, he's crazy. Um, watching Boba Fett. Watching some anime. How much? How many more episodes does Boba Fett have? Like two one one more and uh that's about it work's been crazy for me um it snowed and where are you at uh it snowed that's where i'll i'll work backwards did snow. um so it snowed work's been uh mediocre not bad not good just kind of you know there jelly uh i do need to tell you a little bit more about the issue one of the issues i fixed because it was just funny Basically, a turn it off, turn it off, turn it back on. Issue. Classic, classic. Uh, always my favorite. <laughs> the and then as far as I'm, uh, about halfway. You should start th- keeping like a tally, but like a World War II style like fighter. Oh God! Like, for every time you have to do a turn <laughs> off, turn back on. Honestly, what I want is a a roster next to my desk with every of my users' names on it, and I get to give them a gold star if they rebooted their machine before I got down there or not. And then I would know just by glancing if they've ever done it for me That's before. Funny. That'd be good too. I like It'd that be very one. funny. We just never tell them about it. I'd be like, oh, you have seven gold stars this week. Good job. Uh, <laughs> treat them like toddlers. Um, That dragon book that I was reading. Yeah. Uh, I finished the first one. So the, the thing was that it's an omnibus. So it's mm-hmm. three books in one. Yeah. Uh, like recording. Finished the first book and I'm. I'm pretty close, I think, to the end of the second book, so be going to the third book here pretty soon. So far, it's all right. A lot of world building. A lot of world building. Mm-hmm. But now... Should pay dividends in the back end. Potentially. So I, th- I don't know how many total books there are, because I don't... I think this is just like the beginning of these, is the first three, but... That's You're going to get into it, and then they're going to be like, oh, by the way, it's 35 books. That's a chance, <laughs> but I'm not looking at it, so I don't so I do not do that before I'm done with the first three. Because mm-hmm. the first three will tell me. Because the first one is like a wrapped-up story in itself, and you go, okay, I get that. And I can see where there's going to be conflict later. Then the second one, they don't ever reference the first one until like two-thirds of the way through. Interesting. And now, now both groups of main characters have met each other and are about to come to like, we need to have conflict resolution moment. So then it's like, okay, now you've done that. How do you deal with this in three? And that's where it'll be. I'll have my moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm about halfway through Center Stage by Michael Kay. Mm-hmm. Still entertaining. Again, nice. didn't watch the show ever, but reading his interviews back are pretty entertaining. Um, I think the next one up is Steve Young, so that'll be fun. Uh, World of Warcraft is the the game. Play yeah. a little bit of Forza, so a little bit of Dust Door, but World of Warcraft is the game. Nice back to rating. So, yeah. Yep. It's the season. Yeah, you got to get everybody back to the grind before a new patch hits and everybody kind of It's a double-edged mix, you know. Got to get everybody back, but also that's not burn everybody out. So, <laughs> walking a tightrope. All right. That's all I got. I got nothing. Cool. We'll see you guys in 7 days. Good evening. Good morning. Good afternoon. And good night.